You're with SBS Radio. Find more great stories in your language at sbs.com.au. My guest is uh, Francis Rings, incoming artistic director of Bangara Dance Company. Francis is joining us today on NITV Radio to talk about a really exciting event, the first appearance of Bangara in Melbourne in more than three years. Welcome to NITV Radio, Francis. Thank you, Bertrand. Great to be here. Now, three years, it's been a very, very long time. We all know why, the pandemic, that's uh, really beset the whole country has uh, put every, no, not just the country, the whole world actually has been on standstill. And finally, Bangara coming into Melbourne to perform in front of the Victorian audience. How does it feel being able to bring Bangara over here? Oh, it's been a long time. And look, we can't wait. Uh, our last performance here was in 2019, and it was for our 30th anniversary our industry and who we are as a company has been really challenged the last few years and it's just incredible to be coming back to Melbourne to reconnect with community, with audiences and to be able to share our work and our stories with, uh, you know, through this production of Sandsong. So, you know, it's been it's been challenging but I think that the the powerful thing that has shaped us in the last couple of years as artists and as creatives is, you know, being able to adapt and to improvise and to use those incredible resilient skills that we have as artists to be able to survive this and look inward. You know, Bangara is an important cultural foundation and I think that's one of those things that, you know, we know that, you know, that internal health and being able to go back and look at the the 30-year history and be able to teach our current generation, you know, some of that history in the, the, that downtime that we've had. It's been really a, a really powerful way to use the time and to go back and see where we've come from, what we're born from, and, um, and especially celebrating Stephen's last year with the company as well. Yeah. Now, we talk about uh, Stephen's... Uh uh, time with the company, but uh, let's first delve into Sandstone. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Sandstone and the stories behind uh, the Sandstone? Sandstone is a work that's inspired by the people from the Great Sandy Desert in Western Australia. They're uh, the Walmajari and Wonkajunka people, and they have survived incredible challenges and events that have shaped who they are and have led to their displacement off of their own country and um, but still today they survive in their um, in their cultural strength and they still speak their language and their young people are strong they practice their law and um, yeah there are proud resilient people who have survived incredible challenges and One of the things that I love about Bangara is that we take these stories that are so inspiring and we share them in our productions and we work with community. We worked with Eva Nagura and Tom Lawford from uh, Fitzroy Crossing who came on as, uh, as our cultural consultants and really helped shape this work. Every Bangara production is a collaboration 
we work with community who entrust their stories to us to be able to create the production. And then, you know, the final part of this is returning that production back to country and back to them. So we look forward to taking this story and returning it back to the community of Fitzroy Crossing later this year. Wow, all the way the other end of That's the country. That's right, all so, the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. now lucky that uh, this pandemic is kind of behind us in some ways. Still, the infections are going yeah, up, but at right. least the travel is uh, still possible. Yeah. And people are still able to connect and uh, really meet in person. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And the warmth of the audience as well, because yeah. I think, I believe during the pandemic, uh, there were performances and events going on, but everything was in the virtual world. It was remote. Yeah. But now, finally reconnecting with the people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think everybody was in a bit of shock, actually. Like, how do you keep doing what you're doing as artists and as creatives and choreographers and dancers and, you know, telling our stories, but and doing choreography and what that process is, how that has had to evolve to this digital world. That's been a big challenge. And, you know, for blackfellas, you know, we like to be in the space with people and to feel energy and to kind of have this, you know, be able to pick up on those nuances of what that connection is and how to respond and how to kind of, you know, create something together. So it was really challenging. And um, I think for us to, once we did get back in the studio, it was, you know, we'll never take that for granted again. We know that our mobbing community, they've been really challenged. They've had communities had to shut down and, you know, being isolated and not having, you know, and and being able to access food and um, transport and all of those things that we take for granted in everyday life. And, you know, but to protect our our greatest legacy, which is our elders, you know, who hold that knowledge and who hold that culture. I think they've had to, you know, make those drastic measures of creating these safe zones and closing communities. And, you know, that's been really great, but I think it's, we're looking forward to reconnecting with mob and community and, um, and just being able to kind of share experiences go in and teach workshops and work in schools and go on country, all of those rich experiences and that, you know, that shared experience of, you know, us giving them what we do as performers and as artists, but also them being able to guide us on their country and share with us their culture, you know, their experiences. We're really looking forward to getting back to doing And I believe your current tour of uh, Melbourne and uh, regional Victoria and that will take you right across the country also features uh, performances that uh, you choreographed. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, Stephen and I co-choreographed Sandsong and uh, I'm trying to remember when was the last, I think it might have been 2002, we did a production together called Bush and this is our second co-production that we've done and it's it's beautiful to be able to share this space together I've been a muse and worked with Stephen for many years and you know he's an inspiration he's a creative and cultural force and the contributions he's made to our industry and this incredible cultural foundation of Bangara is is immense and 
this production actually came about because uh, our sister, uh, Ningali Lawford, who we lost in 2019, um, she is a Kimberley woman who worked in the arts. She was an actress, a dancer, a close cultural collaborator with Bangara and um, her voice is on many of our scores. She worked closely with David Page, our composer. But um, she came and saw our uh, 30th anniversary program and she said she really wanted to do a work. She was ready to do a work with Bangara and unfortunately we didn't get to fulfil that with her but her sister and brother stepped in and honoured that wish and came on as cultural consultants and I think the beauty of telling this story is when you connect with the family and with the community and you become a child and let them share with you their experiences and their history and you just you know in in order to kind of tell the story the right way and to be guided by them and have all the nuances of what is distinctive about their story and, and how to do that authentically and with integrity you have to be you have to work closely with them and be guided by them and being on country really helps because then you get the energy of land and um, the dynamics of the other mob that are an important part of their community as well. So all of those things, there's so such a multi- multitude of layers that go into our Indigenous experience and how we tell those stories from our historic, our social and our cultural experiences that all live in the same space when we're on stage. And... Um, and yeah, it's it's something that we're really proud of in this work, because yeah, it's 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 a powerful story, a story of resilience and a story of survival of people that were displaced and who suffered incredible challenges through government policy and through child removal and you know, um, and that the devastation of being used as forced labour for our pastoral industry. And now they own those stations where they were once workers. And I think that that empowerment, that pride that comes from that, that they've survived that and they still practice their law and their children are proud and are strong in their identity. I think that their stories that, you know, for Australia, that gives people a glimpse into who we are, not only our past, but also who we are as a people today and what our future looks like. And uh, you tell those stories also in your performances or with uh, the grace of uh, your dancers and performers. Great strength and resilience in there, just being able to tell those stories, also talent in there. But your tenure, when does your tenure start as the artistic director and uh, what direction would you like to take Bangara? My, I start next year. Uh, some days it's really overwhelming to think of stepping into this these incredible shoes that Stephen has left. His legacy is is powerful and strong, and you know he's created this company that is world class, and he's taken our stories um, and taken them to the world. But also he's created this cultural foundation, and he has this network of kinship with communities all around mainland Australia and the Torres Strait Islands and 
some days it can be overwhelming and intimidating to think of stepping into into that space. But then I tell myself, I've worked with him closely for many years. I came into the company as a young dancer. I was mentored by him. I've seen the company grow from productions that were created on a basketball court in Redfern to where we are now positioned on the wharf. We have our own home there, um, surrounded by other arts companies. And that, you know, being amused to him and seeing how he has worked with his brothers and worked with Jakapura Munyayan and with other cultural leaders and seeing the way that he has navigated this has been totally inspiring. But I've also been a part of that. So I have to back myself and I have to go, you can do this, you know this because you've been a part of this. My ambitions when I when I step into the role is to care for that. That's going to take a lot of work to care for that legacy into the future to maintain the health of that and the strength of that. Also, those incredible relationships that we have with communities, with elders, with cultural custodians, that those bonds uh, maintain and that we also forge new ones. There are a thousand inspirational stories that sit in our communities, that sit within families, that are a part of our history that are still waiting to be told and I look forward to facilitating the telling of those stories and to caring for the company into the future. Yeah, I guess it's a very good transition from uh, someone who's been there and uh, between two people who've worked together so closely for so many years and I believe so transition will be smooth and then maybe over the years you'll bring in your own little touch, <laughs> bring in also the other That's right, <laughs> elements yeah. from uh, the community and uh, right across uh, the country. Yeah, and each one of those communities, you know, is different. There are different stories there. There's yeah. different ways in which they've survived. And I love that, you know, that distinctiveness and the, those differences that, you know, those language groups all have their own way of how they've navigated this and how they've survived and, you know, how they're living today in their contemporary lives. It blows me away, the stories that are coming out, you know, from the Tiwi girl that does anime to, you know, the incredible work that's happening in our desert art centres and, you know, and also the, the young choreographers that are coming through. I look forward to seeing who our next young Indigenous choreographers are, who are our makers and who's going to be telling our stories into the future. I mean, I don't want to be choreographing every year. That's not my that's, you know, not what I want to do, but I certainly, you know, would love to create another work. I, I did Terrain, which was my first full-length work. I'd love to create another full-length work, but I really want to see who's out there, um, who are our next makers, our next emerging choreographers coming through, and also, you know, Indigenous set designers and costume designers and composers they're out there. What what training can we help to support them through internships, through traineeships, through scholarships? You know, there's a lot of things that Bangara has the capacity to do that I really look forward to exploring and, you know, ensuring that, that we're doing that and that we have a responsibility as a an Indigenous arts organisation and a cultural foundation to be doing that. 
You're fostering new talent and young talent, so yeah, that's one absolutely. of uh, the missions and the core objectives, I believe, of uh, Bangara Dance uh, Company. Yeah, we don't have a future otherwise. You know, we have to ensure that you know we are laying the bedrock for a new generation of young artists to come through, to tell our stories into the future, that those artists are equipped with the skills. Um, that they understand the history and the cultural foundation that Bangara is and also that they're bold and that they tell these stories in their own way, in their own language, just like I was afforded and like Stephen was afforded. We need that diversity in our art form, um, you know, and that's that's how we live and that's how we go forward through our incredible storytelling, but also the diversity of our storytelling and our form, that that evolves as well. And now being able to travel around the country, take those young talents and showcasing what uh, the, the the journey they've been through and what they're capable of doing, that will also encourage others uh, who will be coming along to see the performances yeah. as well. And, Absolutely, uh, Bertrand, yeah. yeah. Now, were you able to bring uh, the whole troupe or the performers that you needed to bring over to Melbourne for this? Uh, oh, the, the whole company will be coming. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, and and you t- you touched on a good point. You know, Bangara, you know, we people probably know us um, for mostly for our productions. But, you know, it's not that's not all we do. We have a youth program that go into communities that facilitate, you know, this engagement through um, young people and their elders to be able to share stories, share culture and knowledge, and to be able to create their own little mini Bangara productions in their own communities. We also have an education program. Uh, we have a, a David Page Music Fellowship um, and we also have the Russell Page uh, Graduate Program, which is um, is a traineeship for young graduates coming out of colleges. So, you know, there's a lot of work in those areas. There's, you know, cultural and creative pathways that, that, uh, that you know, you have to put that energy in and that work in to be able to create those changes. And, you know, we know that... Going into the future, you know, that's 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 crucial that those structures are strong and uh, that we're out there, we're inspiring young people to consider the arts um, as a future career, as a pathway and to know that, you know, it's important and, uh, you know, the arts has the ability to transform the way that people uh, view who we are and, um, it provokes, it agitates, um, and, you know, it certainly is a form of truth-telling of who we are as Indigenous people. And we know that each one of our productions, once, you know, the house lights go out, we take people to country, we take people to community, and we give them an experience that tells our stories. It's told by Indigenous people, and it's done with our language you know, that's something that we're really proud of, that we have the opportunity to shift and change people's perceptions of who Indigenous people are.
Yeah, we look forward to actually seeing those performances. How long have you been in Melbourne for? We're here for two weeks. We're actually doing a double program of um, that we're taking around uh, for our main stage tour uh, because, you know, we were able to do Sansong half the season in Sydney last year and we did a, we did Brisbane, we did Canberra. So we've got different program for those uh, for those venues and of course, we haven't been here for a few years, so we're looking forward to bringing Sansong here. We have a community night. It's on the uh, 24th and 24th of August, and we go through to the 3rd of September, and then we head off to Bendigo after that on the 9th and the 10th. Yeah, you know, we're basically on the road for the, for the rest of the year, and then we get ready for, you know, for the new year, and I get ready to step into this role, which... I'm so excited about and for Bangara it's so important and Stephen's his incredible legacy and what he's given to the company and you know the transformation of of the company from you know this small indigenous company that was doing school shows to you know where it is now a leading arts company not only in Australia but worldwide worldwide yeah 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 um is an incredible legacy. He's so respected and he will always be a part of who we are going into the future, but we know to survive that change is important and, you know, he'll always, you know, have a presence in Bangara. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the foundations are laid for yeah. very bright futures for 30 <laughs> years right. and many more, hundreds yeah. of years to come. So it's there Absolutely. Now, before I let you go, because uh, I know you're very busy doing all this uh, work you know, preparing uh, this performance and uh, all this tour. Final word, uh, maybe a message to the community or just the mic is yours, uh, if there's anything we haven't covered that you'd like to bring to the attention of our listeners. I think for an Aboriginal woman, I'm so proud to step into this role. This role is, you know, I know that people will look to me. I know that young women, um, Indigenous and non-Indigenous, will look to this role as something that that will inspire them in their careers and in their future that hard work and that setting your goals and believing in yourself you can accomplish whatever you 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 dream to be and I think that that's really important it doesn't happen without effort and it doesn't happen without belief in yourself and trust and at Bangara we've been really um, at, at the core of what Bangara is is this kinship of care and of family and of doing things together as a mob um, Stephen's been at the masthead but we know that we've worked together as collaborators and um, and that's something that I would encourage anybody, you know, surround yourself with people who also share the same vision as you, who are not just going to, you know, um, that are going to challenge you and that are going to inspire you. I'm, I'm looking forward to this position, but I'm also really grateful for everything that Stephen has done to to the company and to who we are today as, you know, as a leading arts company in Australia. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks for having me, Bertrand. 
Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.